This Hawk Talk is brought to you by the NSU Wesley Foundation. The NSU Wesley is a Methodist campus ministry dedicated to serving the community. Every week, they serve a free lunch for NSU students, faculty, and staff from 11 to 2 on Wednesdays. This is quickly followed by Club Sammy, a program geared towards feeding those with food insecurity in the community. Finals week, students can get free breakfast, lunch, and dinner from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. at 405 South Going Snake Street, Tahlequah, OK. For more information, call 918-822-1913. Hello, welcome to Hawk Talk, the Northeastern's official podcast. I'm sitting down today with Maddie Bethel, Delta Zeta President, Cindy Van, Tri Sigma President, and Camden Pierce, AO Pi President, all of NSU's sorority presidents. Thank you all for taking the time to sit down with me. Thank you. Okay, so we can just dive right into it. I know Maddie, I don't know about the other presidents. As far as I know, she's the newest. I was elected back in November. Back in November. And what about the others? I was also elected in November, but I am the youngest out of Mm -hmm. all three of us. Okay. My understanding, I thought she was like the newest one. So you guys are all new to, like somewhat new to these positions. Yes, Mm -hmm. very. Yeah. So if, is the process of electing a new president the same for every sorority? Like, is all the rules the same? I mean, I I, don't really know. Yeah, I don't really know either, to be honest. Yeah, I think there's definitely, like, the voting process, discussion, and then chapter votes. But, I mean, other than that, I think each sorority might do something a little different depending on what they decide to do, so... Okay, so can you take me like a little bit of step by step of what your process was? Yeah, I can't talk about it. I don't know about y'all. Oh, so it's like something you guys can't say? I I don't think I can either. Cannot either. Sorry. No, it's okay. That's why we're here to figure that out. So that's interesting. So is there there's set rules that you guys have to swore, I assume swore to not talk about? Yeah, so when you come into the sorority, like you kind of take this bid and you you understand that there are things that you can't talk about and there are things that you can't talk about, which I think is a really cool thing because it's something special that you can keep in your hearts about your own sorority. So like for Tri Sigma, we differ from Delta Zeta and AOPI in ways that no one else knows except for Tri Sigma. So. Oh, so that's really interesting. So it's like you're, they're not kidding when it's your own sisterhood. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. I think that's why there's so much of a curiosity around sororities and they're like, we want to know, but you guys like, we can't because it's kind of like your home. Very much so, actually. <laughs> so can you tell me about what that's like of being in, I mean, I, I don't know if you guys are only childs or what, but going from your home, from where you're, wherever you're from, to now living in a dorm room with a bunch of your other sisters? Yeah, I mean, for me, I have a younger brother. His name is Seth. He's turning 18 in April, so that's pretty crazy. Happy birthday, Seth. Love you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but for me, like, going from home to college was definitely like a very scary experience. I'm a very independent person, but at the same time, college is more independent than a person will ever imagine. And so going through the recruitment process and finding that those people that we knew would be by our sides through the whole thing was really important. Um, Not only that, but then running home on bid day. That's why when we're here, so we'll actually be at Bagley Hall during recruitment and on bid day, our P&Ms run home to their chapter once they receive their bid. So it really is a huge representation of like, you have found a home, like your sisters will love you. That is so heartwarming on a level I did not know. (laughs) Is that the same for you, Maddie, and you as well? Yes. 
Yeah. Is that is it the same process as well? I want to say process, but the same experience. Yeah. So like whenever I came in, I also have a younger brother. And so I never had like any sisters or anything. So I like came to NSU and I like wanted to go through recruitment. And I love the recruitment time period. I last year I was the VP of membership for my chapter. So I was our recruitment director. Mm -hmm. And so just getting to like first, that's where I found my home and like my love for Delta Theta. So getting to watch like other people find their homes and like who the people that they're going to spend the rest of their four years with is really special. Wow. And for you as well, Camden? Yeah. So I actually have three younger siblings. So I Mm -hmm. was in a home where it was always like very busy. There was always something going on. And so coming to NSU and the first semester of my freshman year, just like kind of being by myself almost was kind of like a culture shock just because I was so used to being around so many people all the time. But definitely going through recruitment and like the other two have said, like finding my home and finding my sisters has been really helpful and has really helped me found my home away from home. That is so sweet. I love that so much. This is why this is why I want to do this. This is so <laughs> hard that like I feel like a lot of people outside of your sisters, they don't really get to see as well. So since you're all new as presidents, I I say new, but I say it with quotations, really. What made you want to take a leadership role within the sorority? Um, So last year, my big was the president, and I really, really look up to her. And so watching her do it, she's the one that kind of inspired me to do it. Like I was on exec last year, you know, I did recruitment, but she really pushed me to, to like want to do more within our chapter. So I owe it all to her. I feel like that's why we are here. <laughs> yeah. You said you had a, another leadership role beforehand as well. You were a part of. Yes. So I was the VP of membership last year on our exec board. So I ran recruitment. And then the year before that, I was culminated for our chapter. So that's just like the event planner. So I did like mom's day, dad's day, Galentine's, things like that. So what about you, Sydney? How did you decide to get into a leadership role? Um, you know, I came in last, was that last fall? Yeah. 2022. Yeah, Yeah, that's crazy. Um, yeah, so I came in fall of 22, found my home in Trisigma, and then spent my fall semester just really, like, looking at all the leadership roles there was, and then spring semester was actually voted in on the exec board for Panhellenic Delegate for Tri Sigma, and then went through that process, kind of got to know a lot of the sororities so much better than what I thought I was going to. Me and Camden really connected actually last fall because we were homecoming directors together. So that was really amazing. And then came into spring semester, ready to jump in, ready to take on a bigger role, and that was president. And so I had a lot of encouragement, a lot of people by my side that really just wanted me to get out there and show my leadership skills. And, you know, being a sophomore as president can be a little daunting and can be a little scary, but it's actually been a lot of fun being able to support so many amazing people. So, And what about you, Camden? Um, For me, leadership was one of the things that I was looking for when I wanted to join a sorority just for like personal growth reasons and things like that. So when I came into AOPI, my first year I took a position as director of continuous recruitment. And then my second year I was homecoming chair, VP of recruitment. So like Maddie said, um, I helped like direct recruitment from the inside for AOPI's perspective. Then kind of for me, like just the next step kind of seemed like running for president or running for another executive position. And I felt like chapter president was one of the best ways that I would be able to make a positive impact for the chapter. So you say running for president. Is this more of like a democracy? Yeah, I would yeah. say yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, It's definitely the chapter's voice. I think we definitely like we want to hear our chapter's yeah. voice and we want to put in the leaders that our chapter feels would do best in those positions. And so like you, like anyone is welcome to run for whatever position they see fit. And then our chapter then voices their opinions on those 
specific people that have run. So Okay. That's also nice to hear. I've noticed that all three of you before becoming president, you guys were on different leadership roles. So do you think like that's just gave you the experience to continue to lead up to this role? Oh yeah. I think so. Definitely. Yes. Um, I may have a little bit of a different view. (laughs) (laughs) Like Panhellenic Delegate, just to give you a little bit more of an insight. Literally all we do as Panhellenic Delegate is show up to GA and tell people in our chapter to show up. And that's basically all I did last year. And so president was a huge jump for me. And I I would have appreciated maybe a bigger position before presidency, such as like new member education for Sigma or recruitment director for Sigma as well. But, you know, seeing that the chapter trusted me enough to put me in this position, I'm really thankful. So it seems like you're doing it very well. So (laughs) (laughs) I am not aware of how you guys are funded. And I've heard people say, philanthropies or whatever can you kind of give some insight on that as well like how those are chosen or how you get funded yeah so we're entirely self-funded we pay our dues and that goes back towards us then our philanthropies our national philanthropies are chosen by our adult state of nationals so those are our nationals ones but then the ones we support locally we choose so we either choose one that we want to support at that time or if a sister has something she's passionate about we'll support something like that we just did one in october we did a pickleball tournament for what for breast cancer that our sisters aubrey bailey and aubrey lambert put on they were really passionate about that so we supported them in that so you just take what your not only from what national says but then you take in what for what your chapter says as well what they see as passionate that's very sweet maddie what do you feel like seeing your big becoming a president and then you being the little continued to be a president after that how does that make you feel it's definitely very sweet i mean whenever she became president i never thought that i would be the president after her but she like i said she definitely pushed me to do it and i'm very grateful for her and i don't know just like getting to like see her pass that down to me it's just very heartwarming i'm sure it was i'm sure there was a lot of tears shed so what are drops and what do they mean for each sorority so within aopi specifically we have um like different gifts that you can receive from your big starting with drops so drops are basically just like a necklace like with your chapter letters on them and they're like for aopi they're your first gift that you receive from your big it's just kind of like either a symbol of i'm proud of you you've done a really good job or they make their way through like being a new member and getting initiated just kind of like a reminder of you know I'm your big I'm here for you I love you I'm happy that you're here so that's just kind of like what they represent for us specifically that's so cool I didn't realize you guys started out with them we do drops and then blanket and then sonons and then plaque Wow. So there's different things. There's multiple gifts that the big kind of gives the little. Mm -hmm. So So they're more sentimental rather than, my understanding, I thought they were from the sorority themselves. So this is more of an intimate thing between a big and a little. More intimate, but in different orders, I think, for all of us. So like for Sigma, we start with blankets and then we move on to sonons. And then we move on to drops. And then we move on to sailboats. It's, it's, basically, it's basically a plaque in the shape of a sailboat, if you didn't know what that means. Um, and so, like, for us, blankets are an important resemblance of, hey, you're, you're doing great. You've made it this far. You can keep going. Like, you're doing amazing. We want you in this sorority. Like, we've put letters on this blanket because we want you here. And then we move on to sonons and... Sonons just are, for us at least, such a huge kind of resemblance of you are doing great. Keep doing what you're doing because you're 
affecting our chapter. You are making change. You're doing what needs to be done to keep this chapter afloat. And then for us, I personally don't have mine yet, but drops are a, hey, congratulations. You are almost there. You're once again, just doing great. You have affected this chapter and will continue to affect this chapter in ways that you don't even imagine yet. And then for us, sailboats, aka our plaques, most seniors get those and some fam lines do them, some fam lines don't, but sailboats are really important as well. Like, hey, you graduated, now it's time to start real life, but remember the times that you had in Sigma. So what are fam lines? So basically, fam lines are, so you think about your family, okay? You know, way back whenever you started out with one person, and then that person married another person, and then they had kids, and then those kids had kids. And so basically, that's the same for us in our sorority. So our bigs had bigs, their bigs had bigs, and so so on and so forth. I guess I'm just never actually realized how connected and like intimate these sororities can be. Do you think the size of NSU also affects that? Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would say so. So what about you, Maddie? Is your drops, your sonons, and like that's kind of the same or... Yeah, I think we don't, hearing you guys talk about it, we don't do as like, I guess as many as you guys do. Mm -hmm. So we get our, we do drops and that's just, again, like a necklace with our letters on it that are from our bigs. And it's normally just a unique way of like, it's very personalized, your big, like personalize it to you in the way they want to give it to you. And then we get our lamps, which is like sailboats or the flags our senior year. I want to know what happens if someone leaves a sorority. What happens? Do they have to leave everything that they've gotten through that sorority? Or is that just they get to go on and keep going? I can't go into very much detail, but to kind of put it out as a lighter note, we still recognize people who leave. We still see them as a person on campus. We want them to know that they are still loved by Sigmas and their Panhellenic community as well. It's not just you leave you're out for good. You can't like, no one will want you back. When in reality, it's, hey, like, we still love you. We still want you around. Like, if you're able to come to a philanthropy event, come to a philanthropy event. Like, it's very lighthearted. And we want we want people to know that they are still welcome. So that's nice. Okay, so I know we talked about this question earlier. But what are some stereotypes that each of you would like to get out of the way that aren't true? Because, I mean, we have, we've all seen the movies. We've seen Legally Blonde. We've seen those fun movies that portray sororities as not what they seem to be, right? So what what would you guys say about that? Um, my favorite stereotype personally is that we just pay for our friends. Yes. And <laughs> that's what I just like, like, yeah, I, I guess I do it a sense. But it's so much more than that. I and, mean, like, it's really, really worth it. And I've got out so much more than I ever thought I would. And so it's just, it's so much more than that. And I don't know, but I just think it's so funny because I guess I am, but I've never, ever thought of it like that. So I think for me, like something that I hear a lot is just kind of it's like the paying for friends thing, but also just kind of sororities can be kind of shallow, I guess. Mm -hmm. Like there's not a lot of meaning behind it. You're just joining it to gain some sort of status, I guess. And for me, it's a lot different than that. For example, there's philanthropy events like you're getting to raise money for a really important cause that is really important to you. And 
not only like nationally, but locally as well. And you're getting to participate in acts of service like on campus or off of campus. You're getting to learn different skills and opinions and perspectives that maybe you wouldn't have learned like without meeting all of these people or having those opportunities and also just growing in leadership skills or like networking opportunities as well. So I think there's a lot more to it than just like paying for friends or like joining an organization. Like I think there's a lot of moving parts to it that are really beneficial. Well, is there anything you guys would like to say before we wrap up? Go Greek. Go Greek. Go Greek. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I was I would just say like in the end, like each of us are our own sororities presidents. Um and we each represent a very different community. But at the same time, we are like me and Maddie and me and Camden are both, we're all sisters in this room because of Panhellenic and because of the things that we have experienced together and strive to do, such as doing philanthropies, making relationships, doing all these different things. And so there's a reason that we say go Greek instead of go our certain sorority. So. Well, thank you guys for coming in. That's a wrap for me. And thank you for taking the time out of your very busy lives, as I've heard. Um, thank you for taking the time to sit down with me and talk with me about all the fun things about sorority Greek life. Yes, thank you. Thank, thank you, you for, for having, having us. us. Thanks for listening to the Hot Talk podcast. You can find us at nsunews.com, Spotify, or follow our social media pages at TNE News on Instagram and Twitter, and the Northeastern on Facebook for the latest NSU news. The NSU Playhouse invites you to a night of laughter and fun with five women wearing the same dress. The show, written by Alan Ball and directed by NSU's own Dr. Robin Pursley, revolves around five bridesmaids avoiding the bride who they all secretly dislike. Starring both current students and alum, the show will take place at 7.30 p.m. on April 10th through the 13th at the NSU Playhouse located in downtown Tahlequah. The show will also be the fourth Golden Llama competition presented by NSU Drama. Student organizations with the most members in attendance of the show will win the Golden Llama Trophy. Who will be the student organization with the most members in attendance? Purchase tickets for the show at nsuplayhouse.ludus.com. That's nsuplayhouse.ludus.com.